0: Hello and welcome to another episode or a Christmas episode of Houston We Have a Podcast where we will be discussing um, our favorite action scenes in movies. Uh, not Christmas themed at all, just straight up action. Um, <laughs> this is Carson's uh, brainchild for the, for the month. Um, uh, and today we have joining us a uh, returning guest, multiple returning guests, uh, Dan, Hello, hello. Hi Dan. Welcome back. Um and as always, we have Carson, your host. Um Carson, why uh why did you want to do this?
1: So, we've been uh doing a bunch of review episodes recently, and I thought it would just be fun to talk about, you know, older movies that haven't come out recently, but you know, things we love talking about, and I think for all three of us, action movies is a uh, a favorite of ours and Obviously, Dan, you're a good guest to have on here because I know we've talked about action movies many a time. So basically what we wanted to do was talk about our favorite action scenes and we have five categories. And this isn't a competition. Like I know in episodes we've done like which one's best. We're not going to do that. It's really just, you know, we we have our favorites. (laughs) We may debate some. We may agree. We don't know. We don't know any of our picks yet. We haven't discussed this in advance. Um, But we're going to go through these five categories. We're going to talk about what, you know, what we like and why. Um, and those categories are a one V one fight. So one-on-one a one versus many, um, which I think technically can also be like two or three versus many. So like, you know, a crowd fight. Um, third one is army versus army. Um, so more of a big scale fight. Um, and then the last two are best shootout and best car chase. So some variety on here, kind of focused towards fight scenes on the early half of the episode, and then we'll transition to some other ones. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to intro more on that?
2: Are we we, um, going to be getting into, uh, like, well, what makes like a bad action movie and sort of contrasting some of that or...
1: Yeah, no, I think we're going to get into, like, I I have my criteria. I'm not going to get into it, like, before I'll talk about it, like, while we're talking about certain things, but it's like, this is what, for me, makes a good action scene. And if an action scene doesn't have these, it fails. And I'm definitely going to bring up some examples. Um, cool. Which may or may not be any of you guys' favorites, but uh, we'll we'll see when we <laughs> get we'll there. Meet,
2: we'll let you know.
0: <laughs> I, ex- I expect to ruffle some feathers today.
1: All I right, well, rough. let's get into it. First category is 1v1 one one fight uh paulo how about you go first <laughs>
0: this is okay this is the one that i had the most trouble with um because i i'm not a huge like there's not a lot of uh 1v1 one one fights or like it's not the most um i mean th- in terms of action scenes the 1v1 one one is not like my favorite type of action scene i guess um Um, so I kind of went for ridiculousness and it's kind of going off of memory. So my real answer, uh, I mean, my real answer that I'm not going to talk about is, um, um, from Ip Man, the first one. Um, I can't remember, he's fighting some, some guy on a table. Like it's, I don't remember the, I don't really remember the plot of Ip Man. I think it's like, he's trying to start a school, um, a martial arts school, and then he that has to challenge all these martial arts masters. Uh, so Donnie Yen, who plays Ip man is like fighting one of the masters on like these balanced, like these tables or table legs, like upside down tables. So they like, or whoever knocks the other person off of the table wins was, is that kind of thing. Um, and the, the, the master was played by like Samuel hung, who's a uh, big in the, the Asian martial arts movie industry, or at least was, I don't know. I'm not, too knowledgeable that's like my serious answer but um my my real answer for the purpose of this podcast was uh the the fight between vin diesel and uh dwayne the rock johnson in fast five (laughs) because it's so dumb because they're just like the biggest guys and they they clearly wanted to show how like big and strong these guys are so they're like punching holes through cinder block Po- uh, like um, walls and like throwing each other through like stone pillars <laughs> um so i mean that for some reason like i don't even i'm not even a huge a fan per se of the fast and furious franchise but that one for some reason just came to my mind when we were talking about like 1v1 fights so i
1: yeah
0: it's <laughs> i don't i don't even know i don't know why
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in there because it gives me an opportunity to talk about what a good action scene is versus a bad action <laughs> scene. Is um,
2: he gonna shut you down?
1: Um, my criteria no, for any no, no. action scene, for all of these five categories, like for the basic table stakes of what a good action scene has to have, one, I need to know what's going on and understand <laughs> the consequences of fighting. Two, I need to care about who wins, which I think Fast and the Furious. Who cares? Um,
0: <laughs> I and then, 100% agree with that.
1: And I think a bonus is if there's a story involved in the fight itself, rather than just you know punching. It's like if you can understand you know what the pros and cons of one person is, what the strengths and weaknesses of the other is, and kind of understand like what the the strategy behind just like mindless punching in action is. <laughs> um, and so, on that note, my favorite one v one, which is a movie I watched with both of you guys is the final fight scene in Raid 2 uh in the kitchen mm-hmm. fight scene where our hero goes up against like the uh I guess kind of anti-hero like assassin guy and, and they're in like a very drawn out battle that starts with you know the bad guy being kind of playful uh thinking that you know it's not going to be much of a fight or like hey, I am I'm enjoying going up against something of someone of equal skill and then it Slowly ramps up into like more and more intense as it goes on, and then like you go from punching someone in the face to like you know taking out knives at one point and slowly cutting them. Um, and for me, just like the slow build and understanding like that these are real people that could do real things and not like you know the rock who's <laughs> I don't think even a real person anymore. Um, obviously, oh, I not here,
0: let me let me be clear my answer was complete, it was 100% for the novelty of how ridiculous
1: that fight was <laughs> and if that's what entertains you that's fine uh, it does nothing for me um <laughs> well but for...
0: and i mean for the for the next few like my criteria change across the categories but sorry i'll, I'll let you continue
1: no I, I won't add too much more yet i, I will say though that it man scene is pretty good though so i do appreciate that as a, a realistic good fight scene <laughs> um dan what's your favorite
2: uh yeah, um, well, I don't know about favorite, but uh yeah, I was thinking of a few things. Um uh Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh Carson, I know you really like that film and, and Paulo, I imagine you really like that film. Uh I mean the 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 fight scenes in that, there weren't like a lot, but they were very well executed, I thought. Um and so the one V one uh that I'm thinking of is kind of the at the end with uh what's K? I think his character's name is K versus um Chicky. Uh Love. Her name's Love, yeah. Chicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and that I just found was like very visceral. Um very the, the, you know, a lot of tension. You had um you had Deckard like drowning in the other like car. You know, he was he was strapped in, he couldn't get out. And so there was that going on. I think I think the tension, so just getting into why Uh, like what like my criteria are for a good action scene i think you need you need to have a lot of tension besides it obviously you know besides like the choreograph like the well the execution there you need to have tension you need to care as carson said about the characters um otherwise it's just boring in my opinion um and uh and then something i just want to add is yeah i think that you know i think that action scenes don't don't just make the the movie isn't isn't made by its action scenes. You can't make a, a, a bad movie good just by the strength of its action scenes. I think to me, it's like a, it's like a force multiplier. It's like icing on the cake, but if the cake is bad, it it's not going to save it, you know? Um, and just, just, just to contrast that with like, uh, in my view, is a really bad action scene would be like in, um, attack of the clone, uh, attack of the clowns. I mean, clones, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm getting a slight bit ahead of myself. This is I guess this is a chase, but when um when Anakin and Obi-Wan are chasing after <laughs> the bounty hunter chick and you know, it's just so boring and it's like they're, you know, they're weaving through all the Coruscant traffic and then when they're going like straight down and and Obi-Wan's like, "Pull up, Anakin." And then and then Hayden Christensen's just laughing, but it's like the fakest laugh, ever, <laughs> the most forced laugh. I just remember being like, "Oh god, this is just so boring." Anyway, that's to me, that's, you know, that's bad. There's no tension. You don't give a shit about what's going on.
1: I'll completely agree with that. And I think we'll bring it up probably in some future categories. But that's the problem with these superhero movies or like Star Wars because there's forces. Like, you need to be relatable at some point. And I don't understand what it's like to fly a spaceship across a bunch of other spaceships in a, you know, city of skyscrapers.
2: Or to be a, to be a virtually, uh, you know, uh, indestructible Jedi. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you just, you can't. You're just so powerful. It's like, well, whatever. Dan, I I wish that were
1: true. (laughs) But it's like the same in these Marvel movies where it's like somebody is shooting a red laser out of their hand at another thing that may or may not hurt them. And it's like, I don't understand the consequences of what's happening or what's going on. Okay,
2: Carson, I would say that a lot of the Marvel stuff is a little bit more relatable. Like, uh, you know what? Here's another example of a a one-on-one fight that I think was good it's a Marvel one. I was saving it just for you. Uh, (laughs) Cap 2. Cap 2. I think, Paulo, I think you would agree with me for sure that Cap 2 is one of the best Marvel movies. I would agree too. Yeah, Winter Winter Soldier. One of the best Marvel movies. Uh, But yeah, that first fight, Cap versus Bucky. He doesn't know it's Bucky yet. But that first time they fight, right? Uh, I guess it's like on the street or whatever. And that I thought was pretty, pretty intense. And that's when he pulls, you know, during the course of the fight right at the end, when he, like, flips him, he pulls his mask off, and he's like, Bucky? Any, Anyway, I thought that was a pretty good scene for Marvel.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny, because I don't, like, I, I, I agree that it's a good movie. Um, That fight scene is intense and all that, but for some reason, and I, I'm speaking to, uh, specifically about Marvel, um, when Cap fights, it's kind of, like vanilla to me <laughs> like i I Wouldn't get like like it's just it's very it's it's punching and kicking like but with like cool punching and kicking kind of it's just very standard, you know like when Are you have detained <laughs> but when you have like and, and i'm gonna fly this is flying in the face of I think everything you guys just said, but like um when you have all this like stuff that you can do, like all these people who can like. Fly and and like shoot lasers and use mind power. You're well, saying
2: he's a little too mundane, a little bit. I mean, but, but that's the point of him. Is well, he's no, not I, Iron Man? He's not Thor. Yeah. He's not. No, I, and
0: I totally understand that. I totally understand the appeal of the character as well because he's like he's kind of a regular guy, just with At the super peak of physical, physical <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like if if I'm watching a, a movie, like if I'm watching a Marvel movie, I'm going to be specific because like. If if I want to see, like, peak physical punching and kicking, I think I, I would lean more towards, like a, like, a martial arts movie or something like
2: that. That's fair. And, and, <laughs> and just one last thing about Cap is I think he got way too ridiculous. Like, in Cap 2, I think he was still good. He was still grounded enough. But by the time it's, like, Endgame and he's fucking fighting Thanos, <laughs>
1: it's,
2: like... Like, dude, you're just a normal dude. Like, yeah, okay, you're Captain America, and you've got the freaking Mjolnir and the axe or whatever. But still, like, come on. Thanos, yeah. he, kicked, he kicked Hulk's ass. Like, there's no way you got a chance. But it's a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the yep. problem with a lot of Marvel, too, is, like, when everyone's superpowered, no one's superpowered. Because if Cap is always fighting people who are also got, like, some super serum... Then it's really just the equivalent of two people (laughs) fighting, like because it balances out. Whereas like if you had a superpowered person fighting thirty people who are all regular, then it's like, okay, I understand the difference between this and a regular fight scene.
0: Well that's the problem that they have with Captain Marvel now. Like they have to make excuses why she's not there all the time because she's just so strong. Not because we hate women.
2: (laughs) It's like it's well yeah, it's what do you do with her. Exactly how do, how do you put her in there without completely upsetting the like the plot and stuff
0: anyways i think i'm starting to suspect that carson just planned this episode to as like a, a extra complaining uh <laughs> session about marvel
1: i i wasn't expecting it to get to it in this category i was saving it for later <laughs> uh but uh, do you guys have anything last to say on on 1v1 fights or can we move on uh
2: i also thought like literally as before i it was even my turn to speak i just thought of this um, arnold versus predator in predator 1 that's pretty cool right at the end and and, and the, the tension and paul you're you're just kind of giving it eh.
1: yeah, i agree no, it was with cool, that cool man
2: yeah it was, yeah, cool. That was cool you you had like the normal human guy he's not a freaking super soldier the normal <laughs> human guy against like this alien like you know master hunter combatant like mm-hmm. really, I don't know. I I think that was that was really cool.
0: Well, while we're giving shout-outs, I'd also like to uh, call out uh, Tombstone, <laughs> which uh, I'll take every chance that I can get when we're talking on this podcast. I, I'm pretty sure you guys still haven't seen it, have you?
1: I have not seen it.
2: Oh, so have, sad. I have, I have, um, just just clips. I've seen some clips on YouTube. Oh God.
0: Well, that's how I started, to be fair. Um, but th- then I actually made the effort to watch the whole. I don't know, three-or-some-odd-hour movie, that and it was awesome. – it's long. I don't know if it's three hours, but it's great. And I think especially, Dan – I think you, Dan, might like it especially. Oh,
2: I know I would.
0: Okay. I knew, but but uh, the the duel, like a – kind of like a duel between uh, Johnny Ringo and uh, Doc Holiday near the end of the movie is just so uh, –
2: is that it's when he so says cool. I'll, be, I'll be your Huckleberry? I'm your
0: Huckleberry. Or,
2: or I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I mean that that is like it that fulfills the uh like I think you all of your guys's requirements about like I care about these people or maybe one of them at least I care what happens um and it's, like important to the movie such and such blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> one day I will watch that movie and I will either confirm or deny that for you
0: and you will hate it.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, oh, I'm pretty sure about, I'll like it. I think I'll like it.
2: You'll like it. Hey, hey, what sorry, one last honorable mention. What about Marty McFly versus Biff? In 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 speaking of 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 uh uh like westerns. You no, what's his name? But Butcher Bill or something. You know Biff's ancestor in in 1885. Remember that? Speaking of a shootout. Oh, you guys don't do you guys so, not know what I'm talking about. You never saw at, Back to the Future
0: 3? At at the risk of delaying our progression to the next category i have not seen back to the future
2: all right all right never never mind
0: <laughs> i
1: it's, i it's like the original of... movie that that scene is a parody of
2: Wh- which which is what I is that the know. one
1: where he gets like the he has the stone or the steel the thing stove, his...
2: the stove like door like yeah. like you know what i mean so that when he punches it he punches it and breaks his hand that's
1: from of... uh for a few <laughs> dollars more with clint eastwood hmm Oh, of course it's Clint Eastwood it's, movie. it's right, a much better scene when Clint Eastwood <laughs> did it
2: of course but that makes sense because Marty McFly's name when he goes to 1885 he calls himself Clint Eastwood so. anyway
1: alright let's move on to the next category um, one or few versus many Dan which one did you have for this one uh,
2: what do I got um, Robocop one the drug bust. Remember when he busts in and then uh, and then he, like, takes down that whole bunch of mobster guys? You guys not remember? And, and uh, what's the actor's name? He plays Red. From, Red Foreman.
0: Uh, I don't even know his real name. Yeah, <laughs> that really guy. Know.
2: But with that guy, you know, how he's. he's uh, yeah. What's Wait, name? so the, this is the one at the
0: beginning of the movie?
2: Clarence. Clarence Bodiger. Yeah, he's <clears throat> Clarence Bodiger. That's the villain in, in, um, in RoboCop robocop one anyway oh you guys you guys don't remember that scene eh? i can see it on is, the is that the one at
1: the beginning of the movie where he dies and then have to be turned into robocop or is it later
2: no no uh although that that's an interesting scene too although that's not so much like a, an action scene that's more just that's He's like, like sneaking a, a massacre around. yeah mm-hmm. you sneak around and they catch him and then they just like <laughs> blow each of his fucking limbs off and, <laughs> okay and so it's brutal dan
0: paint the picture
2: for us Okay, so there's a there's a there's a there's a drug factory, cocaine sort of factory going on. And then RoboCop busts in. And then of course he's like, "You're all under arrest." And then and then the guys like, "Ah, fuck you." And then you know, <laughs> then they all start unloading on him,
1: but
2: it doesn't do anything cuz it's RoboCop. And then he just uh and then he just like, you know, pulls out his gun and he fucking kills everybody and then arrests the bad guy. He arrests Red. I'm just going to call him Red. (laughs) And then the whole time he's doing it, he's, you know, he's remembering that Red killed him, that Clarence Boddiger killed him in the beginning of the movie. This is about halfway through the movie. And anyway, you don't remember that? And then he's like, he's he's about to strangle him. And then he's like, you're a cop. You're a cop. And the Robocop's like, I am a cop. And then he just takes him (laughs) in.
0: My memory is really fuzzy on
1: Robocop. It's been a long time since I watched Robocop. (laughs)
2: Okay, okay, I got another one then. What about what about Rush Hour 2 in the spa <laughs> at the beginning?
0: That, I was going to give an honorable mention out to that, to, to that Rush Hour honorable 2. Mention?
2: I stole your honorable mention. It's one
0: of them. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, like, that goes for a lot of Jackie Chan action scenes, like Rush Hour 1, Rush Hour 2, maybe Rush Hour 3 in the Eiffel Tower. I saw
2: it, but I heard it wasn't as good. You
0: don't have to, it's fine. Yeah. I still watched it and whatever. Of course, you did. Um, Shanghai it's, Noon. It's Shanghai your Nets.
2: preferred. It's your you guys. It's, it's this podcast's like favorite series, <laughs> And it's yours
1: too because you were part of that episode.
2: No, it's not. I'll never, <laughs> I'll never consent, cars. But yeah, that's a good good call out, Dan. Anyway.
1: That's a good segue into my favorite scene, um, which is a Jackie Chan fight scene. Uh, And this is one where I I was telling you guys before I went off the board, this wasn't on any other like top 10 list that I'd seen. Uh, 1979 Drunken Master. Uh, So there was a remake of Drunken Master in like the 90s, but this is like the original uh, Hong Kong version. Uh, There's a scene where they're in a cafe, uh, like a wooden cafe, um, and he's talking with like old master guy and then all of a sudden the whole cafe goes quiet and they're like where is everybody and then jackie chan looks out the window and a guy swings at him with an axe and there's like a hundred person axe gang that's come to murder these two guys um in a great scene because it's displaying jackie chan's action comedy style um, where he's not just amazing at everything, like the rocker Vin Diesel and like punching five people at once. Like <laughs> there's one scene where he's like, oh, I'll, I'll help out. I'll, you know, jump down to the first floor in the middle of everyone and beat them all up. And then he like collapses through a table and then has to figure out how to fight people while he's stuck in a table type thing. And like, it's just a great yeah. scene to display like interacting with your environment and using like the stairs and the railings and the tables to like. So that, that is like
2: scene. a Jackie Chan Stable, right. yeah. You see that stable because you see that a lot in rush hour. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so that would be my favorite, just in terms of like it's it's probably the only action comedy scene that's on any of my lists here. But appreciation for Jackie and his style.
2: Um, fair enough. You go.
1: Clear and
0: concise, just like Carson is wont to do. Um, I am going to, oh, so for the one, one or two versus many fight, that's the one we're doing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, have Have you guys seen the protector, uh, which is a, a tie, um, it's
1: the elephant movie, right?
0: The elephant movie starring Tony Ja um, before he, uh, sold out and joined the fast and the furious franchise, <laughs> <laughs> for, I think like one movie, he started beca- playing like henchmen in like Hollywood movies. Um, but anyways, so yeah, the story about this movie is, uh, I I watched this back, I think in high school, I just remember like being out of my seat in the theater. So this is kind of like just pure nostalgia for this one. But, um, the, the point of the movie is literally just, he has an elephant and it is stolen and he spends the whole two hours beating everyone up in Thailand to get his elephant back. Um, and if you haven't seen it, Dan, if you are care about spoilers, it's like a Twenty-year-old movie, but I'm going to spoil everything to get to my scene. <laughs> um, I'll give this time. Okay, I I mean I can skip it if you don't want to know if you're planning to watch it tonight. Yeah. But uh, um, so b- basically, at the end, he he gets into like the henchman's I mean the the bad guys' uh, lair or whatever. Not a lair. It's like a mansion because it's like some rich people who who are like behind everything. I don't really remember the story that much but the story it story doesn't matter. <laughs> um but he yeah he gets into this like big display room and then he sees a giant uh elephant skeleton on display. So they've clearly killed his elephant uh that he's been looking for. So for like a good minute he's like crying and there's like flashbacks to him having memories of Uh, like being with his elephant at the beginning of the movie while people are kicking him. (laughs) And he's just like bouncing around while people are kicking him and crying. And then finally he like snaps and then he just starts breaking every bone in like the room. And then this goes on for at least five minutes where like just wave after wave of like (laughs) nameless, faceless henchmen come in and he's doing all this Muay Thai shit, which is with at the time, well, I think I watched it again recently and it holds up, but it's like really cool. Just like all these like Muay Thai moves that you'd never seen before at the time, and he's literally like just breaking all of their limbs. <laughs> uh,
2: what is it called again? Uh, the protector. <clears throat>
0: and um, like the amount of celery that the sound design team must have gone through <laughs> to to like to uh do the audio for that scene is is probably like it, it just insane because. Like literally every single henchman that he fights like at least three bones broken,
2: <laughs> and like I said, it goes on for like five minutes. you think it's gonna stop yeah, but it does there's a there's a four minute seventeen second video called uh the bone breaking scene, <laughs> yeah, the bone breaking scene I didn't even know that was on youtube, but yes well, that
0: just says bone break yeah bone break it's an yeah. it's an apt description um. And yeah, like, I just remember being in the theater and being out of my seat. I was probably the most annoying uh, movie watcher that night. Um, Yeah, that's, that's, that's
1: mine. I I, I remember watching Tony Jaa for the first time because like, you're used to like the Bruce Lee and the Jackie Chan Jet Li and it's like, they did their thing. And this just felt like a completely, like, it was like when you watched Dawn of the Dead and there was fast zombies or 28 Days Later, whatever movie did the first one. That's what Tony Jaa felt like in the martial arts genre.
0: Yeah, for on back and then protector and then I don't really know what happened in the gap between that and like Triple X
1: and... and when he was the villain in Stuber.
0: Oh, I haven't even seen Stuber, so I didn't know that she was in that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> was he the main villain? Um, I think he was like the number two, if I remember okay. correctly. Okay.
0: Okay um well yeah i yeah i didn't even know about that, but that is it's also pretty recent so my and my uh my honorable honorable mention is kill Bill volume one uh when the bride uh slices up all the uh
2: the, the crazy, crazy, crazy Age or whatever. yeah yeah my...
1: Actually, that
2: i was gonna mention that in the one on one fight with her versus um um uh, what's her face
1: oh e yeah Oren oh, oh, Ishii. Oh,
2: Ishii. Oh,
1: Ishii. Yeah. Anyway. Uh my honorable mention is uh old boy hallway scene. Uh <laughs> which is a classic just in terms of the way it's been shot, tried to be copied a lot of times since then, but never replicated.
0: Wait, did you say that was your honorable mention?
1: That's my honorable mention, my, my oh, Jackie okay. Chan drunken master. Oh right, my right, 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 right. Um, all right, let's move on to our next category, which I think there's some subcategories of, but army versus army. Uh, I know we talked about like, you know, real armies versus fantasy armies. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off. I think you guys have, oh, I think we might agree a lot on this one, um, but the for me, the standard and everything else is like a far drop-off is Helm's Deep um, in terms of just like, because one of the challenges of a, of a big army fight scene where there's so much going on is is going back to my main criteria of, do you understand what's going on? Do you understand the stakes? And what I like about Helm's Deep is you get the whole scene of King Theoden and Aragorn walking around Helm's Deep. Like you understand what the layout is, what the weak points are like the, the ramp that goes up to the main door and the bell and all that. It's like, you understand your surroundings. You get Sorumon like talking about like, you know, what their strategy is and it sets the stage. And so it's not just like, here's a bunch of CGI things fighting each other. It's like, you understand what the stakes are. Um, you understand like individual people within it. Um, and so for me, just like the class of army fight yeah. scenes out there.
2: And you like, and you like the characters, you care about the characters.
1: Yeah. My, my only complaint about Helm's Deep is like the, Uh, usually in a fight scene like this you need to see people go down and you need to kind of like care about it and like the guy who comes into this one the elf character he wasn't
2: uh, oh yeah he wasn't established
1: well enough in the movies he was in the books um and so like when he dies it's like i just met this guy a little while ago
0: he's a red shirt (laughs) (laughs) that was actually my choice as well uh of course it was (laughs) i i i kind of knew that dan was going to pick or i had a feeling that dan was going to pick the battle of Pelennor fields
2: um from well it doesn't Return have it. i mean carson it, it it doesn't have everything carson was saying it doesn't it's just a bunch of cgi stuff versus other <laughs> <CGI> stuff <laughs> which yeah it's good it's i mean good it's point. it's good you know what for for what it is though i still i mean it is pretty especially at the time it's pretty spectacular right it's like,
1: a good charging scene
2: Right, um, I, I was going to get to that. Right, but even even before that, even the beginning when it's like the orc formations against the walls, and what I re- re- my favorite part is when is the very start of it when well first they shoot the heads, the heads of the the dead Gondorian soldiers, right, and, oh then, yeah. and then Gandalf beat you know punches out well beats with his staff um, Denethor, and he goes prepare for battle, <laughs> And then it shows him riding down rallying the troops, how he's like return to your posts. And then it shows the troops, like, line back up. And I, to me, that's, like, the coolest thing ever. And then he goes, uh, what does he say? He goes, send these foul beasts into the abyss. And then, <laughs> and then they do the catapult battle. Like, the catapults kind of fight each other back and forth a little. And I I don't know. I, I, I think that's really kind of cool. You don't see catapults, trebuchets, to be specific. You don't see them shoot very much, right? Uh, so that was kind of cool. But then, yes, then the charge, as you said, Carson, when, when Théoden shows up with the Rohirrim yeah that was pretty cool
1: that you make some good point because I forgot like the city portion of that battle like when I think about it I think about the field portion and like there's there's some good stuff in the city and I particularly like the scene where there's a bit of quiet between Gandalf and is it Pippin? Um, where yeah. they're talking about yes. like what it's like to die, and they're like, "Oh, that's not oh, the so afterlife.
0: bad." Yeah. yeah. So you like the part of the battle, Carson, where they're talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, for Carson, yeah. it's
2: all about the setup. I'm starting to realize. Yeah. This. Well, see that's okay. So this because otherwise it's just like any other.
0: Yeah. Fight. Yeah. But like the whole so this the army versus army category it was like a, also kind of hard for me to select because like, um, I find that the the feeling behind this one in a, in a good one for example like the, the with the charge scenes like the the comeback moment is is like it's really what I don't know it fi- I I find that moves me the most in like a movie like that
2: like it's just the I don't know yeah. how to describe and it you and had the you had the the grand score like, playing yeah playing, yeah playing the, the the Rohan theme that do 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 yeah. do you know you had that going and and then they just like just plow through the orc. <laughs> where were they? The, the guys. They had these tiny little pikes. It's like what yeah. the hell's that gonna do? But yeah, they just like mowed through them like they were nothing. And yeah, it was. But you do yeah, get that in
1: Helm's Deep too.
2: You you do like when the when yes. the and it's again actually when the riders better. of Rohan and all mm-hmm. that stuff where they're where they're coming down the the big steep hill. Yeah.
0: Now I was going to say. um you also get that type of feel. Well, I also get that type of feeling. I'm not going to say you because Carson is not going to agree here. But in Avengers, <laughs> um, at the, the the end battle of was it Endgame? That's yeah. the last
2: one. What well, when 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 all the the wizards show when up? When everyone and shows
0: up? Shows yeah. Up. Ah. I, 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 I Hey, I got that. That was like more I mean, of a recent
2: example. But I don't. I think that. I mean, I think Lord of the Rings did it in those two fights uh, much better. Sure. Like sure. for me, there was the emotional like oh my god, that's so cool moment was a bit stronger. I yeah, was,
1: it was so upset when everyone else showed up <laughs> because <laughs> this whole movie, you're setting up these like few people to fight against each other. You have like the Marvel Trinity, and it's like I want to have this emotional fight. But it's like there was there was a fight going on there, and I actually liked the like Cap, uh, Iron Man, and Thor facing off against Thanos. It was like it felt personal. But it it was, felt like.
2: It was... What? yeah okay fine but i mean i all right just as an aside i think it was ridiculous how they couldn't take him down when he had no stones and yet, yeah iron man yeah. kind of held his own for a, a minute against him in the last movie when he did have stones it's like what's this guy's power level it's all over the place
1: and, and this is like uh, yeah my, one of my complaints about marvel is like especially when everyone shows up it's like what's happening why do i care obviously these people aren't going to die again and so there's there's nothing for me to care about and i you're kind of setting up up to that point there was like this great shot of Captain America taking on the entire Thanos army, you know, in that standoff of like, obviously like he could have died, but he's like, I got no quit. Like I got half a shield, but I'm not gonna, I'm still going to fight. And it's like, for me, that would have been a perfect end for him. Um, And then he just like, Oh fuck it. Everyone fights now.
2: (laughs) Were you surprised that that happened? Cause I mean,
1: at that point I was, maybe tricked into thinking that they were going to make a different movie because I actually really liked the whole time travel story and what they did there. I just wanted them to finish that story because I liked it Mm. as opposed to they're like, all right, let's ignore the last hour and a half or two hours or whatever it was. And and we'll just do this separate fight that has nothing to do with anything (laughs) that is in this movie. I know why they did it. Like you search Twitter and it's like, okay, what do people want? They want this. Okay. Give it to them. (laughs) But it's like, for me, it was
0: boring. And I am one of those people but if we're, if we're going back to like real what <laughs> you um, wanted more, yeah um let's we we've beaten Avengers Endgame to death i uh, i'm going to turn back the clock a little bit and then the whole army versus army it's like a um a big like a, a huge honorable mention but pretty much the whole movie of saving private ryan well
2: you like should... the beginning and the end dude that's on my list i i was going to mention that if you didn't yes yeah. to bring saving it to more ryan. real uh, like historical
0: thing. Yep. Yeah, that one and I don't know if this is kind of like morbid because it's like a true story, but um and I don't know if you I don't even know if it counts, but Black Hawk Down is a movie I'll watch again and again. Um just because of like I mean, it the action is good, but like the story I mean it's kind of a story, but like
2: it's you, Well, is it's it, more of a of a of a, a retelling. Uh, yeah, a retelling, yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, but I yeah, mean, war movies, like really- war movies. There's a lot of really great war movies with some really great big action scenes. Uh, okay, so you know what, guys, I just have to mention uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my favorite movie, which, or at least I like to say it's my favorite movie, because you <laughs> know what? Because I don't know, I don't know what else to say is my favorite movie, but *Master and Commander*. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, the 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 ship versus ship battles. Uh, just just to make it a little different here for you guys, because you know, obviously we're talking about like armies as in dudes fighting like in melee or with guns or whatever. But here we got ships fighting. Uh And I don't know. You guys have seen that movie, right? Yeah. Long time. ago. <laughs> uh, I saw yeah. it because of you, Dan. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did did, did you like it? I mean, I know. Oh yeah. Some slow moments. Oh yeah. Right. I, I,
0: I bought it on DVD from value village for like $2. <laughs> wow.
2: I didn't know that man. But, but yeah, no, that, I mean, that movie, it's just, it it's, it's just fantastic, the effects, the, the <laughs> historical accuracy, apparently, according to a professor of naval history, said that in our class one Like, that movie came out when I was actually taking a naval history class, and <laughs> and he just was went on and on about how we all have to see it. So, anyway, just that movie, yeah, fan-freaking-tastic um, action scenes.
0: Some good recommendations for... For people who may not have seen these
2: movies, listeners, (laughs) all of your listeners, yeah.
0: I do feel like we're leaving out a lot, and it's gonna bother me. And I'm gonna remember something after
1: we're done recording.
2: There's, there's a, we could be talking about this like uh, all day about action scenes. Um,
1: But instead, we will move on to our next category: Uh, best car chase scene in a movie. Uh, Paulo, I think we're back to you to go first.
0: So I don't really like car chases. Um, those are probably the most boring of action scenes to me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not like a car guy. I don't understand car. What? <laughs> that sounds I'm dumb. Glad I don't I'm understand cars. I'm um, glad I'm not the
2: only one that feels this way, Paulo. I'm okay. Kind of the same.
0: I mean, I mean, like, I, I kind of tune out when it's this part of, of, of a movie, like an action movie. Um, but um, Baby Driver is probably the only one that I've – And it's probably not even because of the car chase, but just because of the style and like the music behind it, It which is why I liked it. Um, Like the very beginning one. And then the one at the very end, uh, I don't know if that counts because he's like running on foot for a good portion of it. But um, yeah, baby driver is like, I mean, great movie through and through, which I, I really like, but the car chase at the very beginning, I think would be my choice here. And then honorable mention goes to ghostbusters afterlife <laughs> because <clears throat> i don't know if have you guys seen this movie no
1: i'm assuming okay. it's the one that's Not in the yet. trailer
0: though yeah with the gunner seat yeah so i, I i'll i'll only say this I'll, I'll try to keep it short about ghostbusters but like there is some charm about 70 percent of the movie like the first 70 percent of the movie and the the car chase with the uh I guess Ecto One is it? What it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the gunners seat and the like, the little kids trying to chase down like this ghost that's escaped. Uh, um, is like I I remember thinking to myself like this is I think this is the only car chase car chase that I've ever.
2: Is it? It sounds very like like endearing, doing. kind of cute. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: I I just I don't want to say anymore because. Ghostbusters Spoilers. Afterlife may come up in a later podcast.
2: <laughs> well, and it's a fairly new film, yeah, which Carson and I have not seen.
0: But that's all you not. need to
2: know.
1: Um, I'm going to say what my criteria is for car chases, and then I'm going to pick one that's the complete opposite. Uh, typically, my favorite car chases are the ones that are more grounded and like manual and feel like like shitty car type things. And so the scenes that I typically like is like uh, the French Connection where somebody's like driving around downtown chasing like a subway car or uh, the Bourne Identity. There's a scene where he's in like this little shitty manual car and he's going to drive around. I can't around.
2: believe you said that. still mine.
1: <laughs> but so I really love those ones. But the scene I'm going with is not a scene, but an entire movie. That movie being Mad Max Fury Road. Because it's all one big car chase, and it's fantastic. So even though it's over the top and usually not like anything else I like, I'm going with Mad Max Ferry Road.
2: Completely forgot about Mad Max.
1: It's
0: good, though.
2: Well, yeah. um, I don't have a lot to say, because, yeah, Carson, you said Born 1. Born Identity. Uh, That was... Because, yeah, like like Paulo, I'm not a huge fan of car chases. uh, But I just remember being very much into that one. And and I agree. I mean, I think the fact that he's got this they got this small little kind of crappy car, not like some, you know, sports car, not some performance vehicle, just her crappy car and they're they're going through the streets of Paris. Um yeah, I I really like that. And I probably liked the more like down to earth shooting and feel of it. Like it, it wasn't like the Fast and Furious stuff I've seen, which is way over the top. So
0: and I, I think, Do they even use cars anymore in the Fast and Furious
1: movies? <laughs> I, I was going to compare that one against Fast and the Furious, because going back to what we were talking about, about relatable and understanding the consequences, like we've all been in a car. You <laughs> can theoretically understand the impact, like whether you've been in a car crash or not, you can your mind can understand the impact of being in a car crash, your car hitting something like how aggressive that is. And yet you see something in the fast and the furious where like a car goes flying off a cliff, rotates 30 times on the ground. And then the guy's like not even cut or he's got like a, a little piece of blood and, on his and forehead. The
2: is,
0: and the car it's is up. still going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where,
1: whereas like in born identity, it's like, I feel like that's actually what it would be like. Like it feels very relatable. Like I, I understand the tension involved in the scene.
2: Yeah. it's very, much more grounded yeah that's what i like
1: too all right well it sounds like we don't have a whole lot to say about that category so (laughs) we will move on to our final category of best shootout scene in a movie and there's a few different varieties of these because there's like big shootouts or like a few handful of people um but dan what did you go with for this one
2: uh john wick one uh right at the, the i guess the first first scene first shooting scene first action scene. Uh right when, you know, uh he like busts the the his basement open to get to his guns. And then uh what's his face? The bad guy. It's the father of, of um of uh of Theon. Um <laughs> <laughs> Theon Greyjoy. He sends his the you know, they send the, the hit squad to take him out. Uh but any and, and it's just I remember so so th- this scene set the stage basically for the rest everything else pretty much everything else you see in the john wick films where it's just like this very fast very brutal fighting with with the guns where he just kind of like does this whole like you know boom head dead boom dead boom dead you know you know how he just like headshots like one headshot, then immediately jumps to the next guy and kills him and then it does this knocks the gun out of the guy's hand and then shoots him twice like this and you know things really fast and really efficient right and I just remember really being like, "Wow, that's uh, that's different." He's not like tussling with all these guys for long; he just kills them super quick. Because <laughs> um, he is the uh, wait, what do they call him? The Baya. Baba Baya, Baba Baya, Yaga Baya, Baba Baya, Yaga Baba Yaga, whatever. <laughs> yes, uh, with the freaking pencil. Um. Anyway, that's that's mine. I dug it.
0: I, I feel like the gunplay style in John Wick is what. Like equilibrium was supposed to be, <laughs> um, and if you don't, uh,
2: oh, the, the what do they call this? Something gun clerics, gunkata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gamma ton, uh, something ton clerics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, if if whoever if you're li- someone's listening and they don't know what equilibrium is, it's this really cheesy like mat- matrix style knockoff of yeah, yeah. Um, like a, a world like a society where no one has any feeling, and it's against the law to have feelings and. And then for some reason the law is upheld by these like martial arts gun guys who use like pistols as fists, Um, and they do all these martial arts hand movements just to shoot a gun, which probably doesn't make any sense in real life. But yeah, um, I think like the that's the anti anti John Wick.
1: I don't know. I was actually gonna bring up equilibrium as being sort of close to john wick like if john wick was five percent more choreographed it would be pretty close to equilibrium (laughs) like i still like john wick it's really good but they they ride that line real close and i think they pull it off but even going into like some of the scenes in in two and three john wick it's like okay they, they take it a little too far
2: yeah i agree i think one is the best
1: i don't know i still
0: think well yeah one is for sure the best but like I think it's it's technical enough and real obviously because I know how guns work, but it's it's totally. it seems to me like especially if I'm putting it up against something like equilibrium, it seems way more realistic, like not even close for me to to that kind of cheesiness, <laughs> which is why I can appreciate the, the quote unquote realism a little more, even though they're taking shots to like a suit and not being hurt.
1: For me, I like something a little more scaled back, like from the same stunt team, you have Atomic Blonde, uh, which doesn't use guns, but uses like a very similar style of like action choreography. And like, I, I like those a little bit more, um, or even something, oh, there was another one I was going to bring up. Uh, I forget, but yeah, like it's, it's a little too choreographed for me. Yeah,
0: that's fine. I guess. (laughs) What was, what was yours,
1: Carson? Uh, so mine just to be different. Uh, I picked a scene from movie from Netflix a few years ago called Hold the Dark, uh, which is a movie that I was really looking forward to and was really disappointed in. I saw at film festival, um, but it has this one really great scene where a bunch of cops are going to arrest this one guy. It's based in like Alaska, so it's like this small town up in the middle of nowhere, um, and then this guy's like. Basically going on a last stand of like, you'll never take me alive. He's bolted like a, you know, heavy machine gun to his, his kind of attic. And then he opens up the front doors. It's like a barn door. And there's just basically like, he has this bolted minigun type thing pointed at all the the cops. And there's like this ensuing shootout where the cops have to like hide behind the cars and figure out what to do with you. You're basically pinned down by this army level machine gun. gun. (laughs) Similar to that, actually, that scene from Terminator. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it's a fantastic scene just in terms of, like, how brutal it is, um, because it's...
2: Yeah, Does the minigun actually kill anybody?
1: Oh, yeah. It, like, so like, the director...
2: Unlike in Terminator, where he's no, yeah. not killing
1: <laughs> Um But this director, so Jeremy Saunier, who did um, Blue Ruin and Green Room. So he's known for, like, gore, like, over-the-top gore. Um, so, yeah, like, the gun does what a gun like that would actually do to a human body. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but yeah, I very brutal, so I like that. Um, honorable mention, which is in the complete opposite direction, uh, the Matrix lobby scene. Uh, just oh, a yeah. fun scene from my childhood.
2: Oh, jeez. Nice and that. fun scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute little scene. Very
0: scary. <laughs> <endearing. laughs> um, wow, so... I'm, I'm really glad, Carson, that you brought up Hold the Dark because I, I looked it up as you were saying it. And side note, Alexander Skarsgård's IMDb picture is very strange. It's him in a suit with no pants. Um, but it reminded me of my hands down uh, choice for uh, best shootout ever. And it's not even close. Um, it's the end shootout from, from Wind River. Um, so I've brought up Wind River before. Um and it's a very dark and depressing movie, but it's amazing. Um, it's about this uh, uh, Scarlet Witch <laughs> and Hawkeye, basically their actors. Oh, not...
2: it's it's that one.
0: Yeah, they're okay, like heard of Jeremy Renner and uh, what her name? Olsen, Olsen. One of the Olsons, um, are trying to solve the uh the murder of uh, like a First Nations uh girl. And. Oh, I can't really I'll spoil it <laughs> um, if you don't if you want to watch the movie if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it I suggest you stop listening now because I would recommend it to everyone it is a little traumatizing though but uh, at the very end when they finally come to like the the, the scene of the crime um, there's like it's a was it like a mining station or something like basically a security some security guards um, some security guard outpost in Alaska Um where they walk up to um, the suspect's trailer, and then it's, like, a bunch of cops and a bunch of, like, security guards, and you can already feel, like, as they're walking, like, through the snow, like, there's a lot of tension, like, they all, like, are all suspicious of each other, and there's, like, they're all, like, on edge. And then it pops off, like, right when they, like, the guy gets, he's, like, caught, basically, like, there's no way out for him. And it's just a very real, like, it's, it's not a fun gunfight in, in any way. It's like, it's very real and you don't like what's happening, but it's just like, it, it hits really hard. Um, and uh, yeah. And then if I'm going to go in the complete opposite direction, I pick Bad Boys 2. Uh, the end. <laughs> when they uh, um, completely opposite vibe um, when uh, Marcus and Mike, Mike and Marcus, they're like saving. The, the sister from Cuba.
2: As long as it's not Bad Boys for Life. That movie was...
0: <laughs> no, it's not Bad Boys for Life. So yeah, those yeah, that's that's my shoot up. That's my shoot 'em up. Oh, sorry, shoot 'em up. I was reading that from my, my list. That's an honorable mention. Um the the very beginning of shoot 'em up, which is uh uh Clive Owen doing like all these gun oh!
1: tricks.
2: Yes. Yeah. And the movie, doesn't that movie have like virtually no plot? It's just like literally just him getting, I mean, there is fights. a plot,
1: but it's very
2: but that's like, what I mean. Isn't it just kind of paper thin? No, it's, it's
0: actually surprisingly complicated for, what?
2: Really? for I,
0: like that. I'm, I'm not saying it is it actually went complicated, over my
2: head at the time, there, but
0: there's, there's a lot more going on in that movie than you would really care about because he's just doing all these cool gun things. So, yeah, that's probably why you didn't pay attention to that. Also, it's filmed in Toronto. Oh, wow.
1: Dan, did you pick one for this category? Yeah, John Wick won. All right, all right. Um, the one other honorable mention I'm going to give, which I thought one of you guys would bring up, is Heat. Um, if for no other reason, just, like, the volume of the guns that are at the end, because it sounds like a cannon is going off every time somebody shoots, which I imagine is what your ears would feel like probably if you were realistic. in the middle of a shootout yeah um and that movie infamously just... used uh as like inspiration for the dark knight during that entire yes production the,
2: the bank the bank uh especially the bank robbery mm-hmm. apparently no i didn't know that uh, so uh i'm you're gonna think i'm crazy but i haven't seen heat <laughs> i think you'd I really like to that, that too. no oh, yeah. it's on my it's on my list of like it's also on my list. list oh you haven't seen that <laughs> no or i haven't bad. seen it, either. it <laughs> We seen these yet. all
1: remind me of this Val Kilmer documentary that just came out because we were talking about Tombstone earlier and now Heat, and it's like I recently kind of wow. re-saw all of these through that documentary.
2: Oh, yeah. It was a decent documentary.
1: Any closing thoughts on action scenes or anything we didn't mention here before we uh, log off here?
0: Um, if you follow us on Instagram at houston we have a podcast why don't you uh drop us a line and tell us what your favorite action scene is and if you agree or disagree because i know i know we missed a lot so uh yeah if anyone
1: ever makes a comment on our social media i will personally mention it on our next episode <laughs>
0: You you know, the people like I, I'm pretty sure anyone that has us on Instagram are, are not the people who listen to our episodes and <laughs> the people who listen to our episodes do not follow us on Instagram. But anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, here's their opportunity to be mentioned on their favorite podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for coming, Dan.
2: For sure, guys. Anytime. So. Are we getting into what you normally like to uh, end with, Carson?
1: We haven't done that in a while, but that's a good, uh, good reminder. Really? Are you looking forward to Dan? (laughs) Oh, and
2: I get to go first. All right. So I picked three just in case I went last. Holy crap! You two clowns chose what I chose. Uh, Well, I'll just mention one for now. If you guys want to hear the other two after, like later, that's cool. Um, (laughs) Top Gun Maverick. Uh I mean, so I don't have any illusions that this will be like a really a good movie. Um I just I just love like Top Gun's one of my favorite childhood movies. So it's just one of those things I just have to see. So what about you, Paulo? Me? Yeah. Um I am looking
0: for strangely I'm looking forward to I, I wasn't before, but now I'm looking forward to The Matrix. <laughs> I, I had no interest in watching it, but but for some reason it's starting to grow on me. So so it's funny
2: that you say that because I heard that literally today from someone else saying, oh, that, yeah? like, that like, oh yeah, it looks so much better and and da 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 da." And you you know, if you got to check it out. So
0: I'm I, I'm kind of just curious as to like what they could possibly do, <laughs> um, but if it's just like a reboot, then I'll be upset.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, what about you, Carson? I'm not looking forward to anything. Movies suck. Um, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) uh, No, I'll pick a movie that I was going to put on my top 10 most anticipated for for the year, but ended up dropping, uh, which is Nightmare Alley, uh, Guillermo del Toro's new movie. Trailers just look real good. Um, So there is maybe hope for this year to have one great movie. Um, because I haven't really had any yet, uh, which is a tease for our next podcast <laughs> episode, where me and Paula will be discussing our top ten movies of the year. Which oh, it's is gonna a pretty, be fun! Pretty weak list so far. I will tease out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're really, uh, you're really selling the episode.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll watch one or two good movies before then to beef.
0: The fun is in the bit. disagreement and the disappointment in in Carson when when he goes over his list and more so mine.
1: Yeah. Our lists are going to be like very different movies.
2: Night and day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll leave that tease out there. Tune in in a few weeks to see that list. (laughs) Otherwise visit our Instagram and leave us a comment. Thanks for coming guys. Bye.